Section 2, Lesson 57, The Reason Behind Obeying God's Commands. Uh, please prepare Hebrews 10, but right now let's go to uh, Genesis 2. 1617 it says and the lord god commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden you may freely eat but of the tree of that of good and evil you shall not eat for in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die hebrews 10 says for if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fiery indignation will devour the adversaries guys if this truth has not dawned on you it never will Sometimes we can make mistakes, guys, and be rest assured. Jesus will always forgive mistakes, meaning will forgive the things you did in ignorance, blindly. But he will never forgive the things you did on purpose. But one thing, guys, about mistakes is that they reap consequences. No matter the fact that you didn't know, the mere fact that you, you, you did the action, the, the, there will be repercussions. For instance, a two-year-old. Uh, takes a bottle of pills and swallow them they will die they didn't know it was a mistake but they will die do you understand so even if you didn't know there will uh, be consequences you might even die because of them but you will be forgiven because you didn't know we always say that jesus judges based on knowledge you understand but what I want to talk about here is that it is better to face the pain of disciplining oneself than to face the consequences of our sins. You understand? Guys, it is difficult to discipline oneself. It is very difficult. It's so difficult to, to, to discipline oneself, but it is better to face that pain than the pain of uh, the consequences of our sins. For instance, guys, we've got parents and as, 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 as girls, young girls at home, you find our parents rebuking us against doing a b c and d and they tell us come back before six o'clock don't sleep with joe because joe right now is experimenting he's not loving you and he will sleep with you just for experiment so don't sleep with him because you'll be left as a single parent and guys we don't listen to them we do these things nevertheless and we think that they were telling us because they are clever no no one is clever on it no one is born clever on it you understand the world has banged our parents so much that they've seen things that they've become wise if you read uh, I, I can't remember a chapter in in the book of Proverbs where Solomon says the strength of a young man I mean the glory of a young man is his strength but the glory of an old man is gray-headed what does that mean it means that a young man can do things that an old man can never do, believe me. But at the same time, an, an old man knows things a young man doesn't know. You understand? It's not because they were born young, but because they've grown um, uh, old. You understand? They've matured. They've seen things. They are, they are advanced in years. You understand? So they know. So our parents rebuke us because the same thing happened to them. Their parents told them, don't do this, don't do this. And they did those things, nevertheless. And you came as a result. And that is why you are fatherless. That is why your father is absent. You understand? Joe didn't stick around. Because Joe was experimenting. So they know. They know it's the stage. The stage of experimenting. You understand? So it is better to discipline oneself. For instance, guys, right now, if you are a teenager and you have a child, you sit down and you say, you know what? It would have been better if I had not slept with Joe. 
because right now I will be spending time with my friends, with my peers, but I am taking care of a child. You understand? So it was difficult to discipline yourself, but it is worse right now. It's worse right now to face that consequence. You understand? You can't take the child back. You know, nowadays we use money to hide the, 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 the consequences of sin. Back then, guys, you will just sleep with Joe. Joe will leave you, will be pregnant. There, you will see the child. In, in an instant, guys will see the consequence. Nowadays, there are pills, there are condoms, there is abortion. You understand? So, there, there are means of, of hiding the consequences of our sins. But nevertheless, Jesus, if it was done, I mean, blindly, you didn't know. They, those will be forgiven. Even if you have uh, aborted a child, do not say, hey, Jesus will, Jesus will forgive you. But right now, you know the truth, isn't it? Don't go and sleep. You say, guys, with Jesus, Jesus will rather avoid a thing from happening. In other words, he lives by the principle of, of prevention. He prevents the thing from happening because the consequences will be there. There is no prayer of canceling our actions. You find uh, the, the so-called churchgoers going to church on Sunday and they don't obey Jesus. They think that they are going there to cancel the actions of their sins. No, there is no such thing. There is no prayer of cancellation. If you knew you won't be forgiven, you will face your judgment there. You will pay for it in hell. But if you didn't know, Jesus will forgive you. You understand? Mistakes, guys, can kill us. I have found out, guys, that uh, most people are like me. They have anger problems. Guys, I've got this anger problem. This is something I found about myself a long time ago. And there is no way, guys, to deal with it. Once I feel the anger, it will not go anywhere until I have resolved the problem in my mind. This made me understand people with anger issues. It's more like a, a weakness that never leaves. You understand? We have uh, weaknesses, guys. You need to remember that it was our flesh that was cleansed. The, that was made alive not our i mean guys it was it was our spirit that was made alive not our flesh so our flesh is still the same my weaknesses are still there this is why there is a uh, fruit of the spirit which is called discipline which means we need to discipline our flesh once we know the truth you find people saying jesus will forgive me what that actually means is that i'm not going to obey jesus but he will have to forgive me because i will go ahead and do this thing i'm not going to listen to him i'm going to do what i want to do you understand jesus will not forgive that's why he says cut your hand cut your your, your feet cut your hands gouge your, 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 your eyes off because he will not forgive you because salvation in itself is forgiveness of sins after that you need to know once you know you won't be forgiven because jesus did not die twice he died only once he cleansed he cleansed us he made us alive so once you are saved you need to know but when you are saved and you don't know yet, you will continue making mistakes and Jesus will forgive those. But once you know them, he won't. Because salvation in itself is forgiveness of sins. Jesus did not die twice. He died only once. You go home, you read uh, Romans chapter 7. You'll find that he died only once. Uh, I mean, it's Romans 6 and 7. He died only once. So after you know the truth, you stop that. You, 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 you control, you discipline your flesh. I see guys, once, uh, once, long time ago, in fact, I was in the bus, I was going to work, and there was this guy, 
men who came inside the bus and he started singing then he started preaching and he said that he was saved at the time i wasn't saved and he said that um he used to love women so much and he used to love sex so much but after he got saved he stopped loving women even if a naked woman were to stand in front of him nothing will happen to his body nothing will happen to him because he doesn't desire women anymore you know i was sitting down you know he blew my mind away i mean guys my mind guys i was blown away by what he said i was like wow salvation is so powerful like that then guys i got saved not because of what he said no 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 no. but i i kept that in mind i took that into consideration you understand i kept it in mind the thing is, the weaknesses that I had when I was young, I still have them right now. None of them is, uh, guys, I'm telling you, I still have them. You see, guys, me, I am a, I am free-spirited. And a free-spirited person is someone who just do as they please and who just uh, impulsively, you know, do things without thinking. You understand? I'm like that. I just want to do things. I'm sort of like spontaneous, you know, and the person who's spontaneous is dangerous because they just do things without thinking just for the fun of it. You know, I'm like that. In fact, I am the epitome of imperfection. So a person like me really, really needs Jesus in their life. Someone who will control you because really you will go straight very fast in fact to hell. <laughs> you know so what i want to say is that our weaknesses guys they, they they never leave us they never go away they are just there no one can pray them out so i found out when i was saved that you know what this guy was lying guys i hate a liar because when you're lying you're deceiving me tell me the truth you understand tell me the truth as it is guys we've got pastors who are fornicating who love the things of the world who love money they can't control themselves and you're telling me that you will control the weaknesses after you could save. There's no such thing. There's no such, there's no such thing. You need to control yourself. Loving money and the things of the world is sin and you will go to hell for it. You understand? So you need to control yourself. It's like guys, uh, gays, being a gay and being a lesbian. You know, these people are treated very harshly on earth as if they are the only sinners. Yet they are, they are sharing space with worse sinners. You know? Being a gay, if you if you don't control it, you will go to hell. If you don't control being a lesbian, you will go to hell. You understand? In other, what I'm saying, guys, is that you cannot pray lesbianism out. You cannot pray gayism out. I've heard these gays and, and lesbians saying that you know I went to pastors, they prayed for me, and and there's not guys, nothing is going to happen because that thing is now way in your flesh. Your spirit has been made alive, but the problem is that. Your flesh, you'll still feel it. It's not going to go away. Just like loving money and the things of the world, it's not going to go away. Nothing is, guys, your weaknesses will not go anywhere. You need to control them. You see, gays and lesbians, they've actually opened their own churches because they feel uh, criticized in churches. People who love money and the things of the world decided to call the things of the world their money blessings so that no one will see that they are also sinners. But they, the, I mean, the gays and, 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 and lesbians are treated bad and called sinners. So they've opened their own churches now because they don't want to be criticized. It's understandable. But let me tell you something. If you are gay and you don't discipline it, you don't control it, 
if you are in Lisbon and you don't discipline and control that, you will go to hell. Just like your pastor or this pastor you left who was treating you bad, who loves man and the things of the world, who can't control themselves, he will also go to hell. They, they, they are preaching money as blessings, which is actually converting, and the things of the world as, as blessings, which is actually converting. You understand? All will go to hell. We need to discipline ourselves. We all have to control ourselves. We need to discipline ourselves. There is no small hell or big hell. We will all go to hell if we don't, if we don't discipline ourselves. You understand? Guys, I believe that if we find ways, guys, to either avoid or you understand these things or deal with them, we can suppress them. We can really, we can really suppress them. But right now I'm talking about one of my weaknesses, guys. I've got plenty. But I'm not going to tell you because you have yours as well. You just have to deal with yours as well. You understand? I have not killed anyone and I hope it doesn't come to that. You understand? Have you ever asked yourself why Jesus commanded us not to sin when we are angry? I'll tell you why. Anger is like hatred. I know it. Many things can happen during the time. But believe me, you always regret things you say or do in anger. No matter how right you were in anger, they always reveal hatred. I am not talking about anger here, guys. But I just wanted to stress out the fact that as human beings, guys, we are subject to frailty and make mistakes. Jesus is always there to forgive things done in ignorance. You understand? Let me tell you something about Jesus, guys. His forgiveness is based on ignorance only. It was like that in the old days. It's still like that. He hasn't changed. In those days, they died physically because they were already spiritually dead. Nowadays, we die spiritually because we are made alive. So the only death he recognizes is, is spiritual death. So he never forgives any sins uh, committed on purpose. Anything that you do or say knowingly that is wrong, that Jesus is against, he never forgives. Never. I don't know, guys, how to stress the importance of obeying that guy. First, we need to understand that you cannot do God's will without first obeying his commands. Why? His, his will cannot come to pass in your life if you disobey his commands. So it starts with obeying his commands. If you look at the first scripture, when God commanded Adam, this became obvious that Adam was killed by disobeying his commands. As we can see that Adam did not die physically. The guy lived for more 900 years. It was a spiritual death that God was speaking about because it is the only death he recognized. Adam was made in the image of God spiritually, but then he was put in the body. Therefore, we are not going to concentrate on the body, but we will concentrate on his spirit being. We have said this over and over again, guys, that Satan was created a living angel and as well, and he rejected God's will. I mean, guys, the guy wanted Godship. You'll find it in Isaiah 14, 12 to 32. Unfortunately, guys, apart from God himself, Jesus is the only one who has this pleasure of being a God. You see, guys, the world is like this. That guy, I mean, uh, Jesus, I mean, daddy gave uh, Adam absolute control over the earth. Guys, you go to Genesis 1, you find that he was told that he must subdue the earth. So Satan, when he killed Adam, he did what? He took that. So he took that authority. That is why when you read uh, Revelation 13, you find that Satan has authority to deceive people and has, has authority here on earth. He took that from that time. Even though Jesus came back and went to the cross and took the keys, the keys Jesus took was of death because all of us had died spiritually. So Jesus had to open the gates of death, the cell, the jail. So Jesus opened that gate, uh, that gate and all of us uh, 
were made alive or were given a chance because some don't want to be given a chance. You understand? So if you sin again, obviously you will die again. There's nothing Jesus can do again because he only died only once, guys. Only once. So Satan was never to be a god. He took a position that is way above his pay grade. In fact, the world is like this because of Satan. He suck as a god. That guy is an angel. That guy was created to be an angel, not a god. He took something that is way above. You understand? Obviously, the guy did not want to do God's bidding like the other angels. And that was a fatal mistake on his behalf. What is a mistake, guys? A mistake is anything that is done in ignorance, blindly. What is ignorance? It is the lack of knowledge education not just education per se but education on specific matters here it is sin you understand if there is one thing we cannot change guys about god is that he doesn't change history is a powerful thing you might not know a person but it gives you the right things you should know about a person god never changes the reason he never changes is that he lives in truth there is one thing guys about a truth we should always know it never changes if you live your life based on the truth, you will never change. This is why he is known for not favoring people. Whether he likes you or not, he will not, I mean, guys, he will judge you the same. His principles are based on the truth. You understand? If the truth doesn't change, then he can't change because he is controlled by the truth, which, he, which never changes. You understand? So he judges people the same. If he doesn't want you to go to hell, We've spoken about uh, these things that you will either die in your own innocent stage or you will die uh, before hearing about salvation. Obviously, we'll forgive you, don't you know? And, and deadly is, is, is if you are born deaf and, 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 and blind. And obviously, you can't uh, covet, you can't sin because you are deaf and you're also blind. I mean, how can you sin when you're like that? You can't. You understand? Also, the other way is he will uh, give you his commands. And he will compel you to to obey him. Because if you disobey his command, guess what? You die spiritually. You understand? So he doesn't favor people. Those are the things he will do. Or else, if you just, like, after you immediately gotten saved, he will make sure that you die physically. Because at that time, after you've gotten saved, you still don't know anything. You understand? So if you die at that time, you obviously go to heaven. You understand? It is lies, guys, that changes. Truth never changes. He couldn't forgive Adam because he lives on principles which are based on the truth. You understand? So Adam was given the truth. He rejected it. One thing, guys, we need to know as well is that the only way to also fight uh, against our weaknesses is by doing his will. In fact, we know that his will is the only thing that will keep us spiritually alive. He says that only he who does his will will live forever. You'll find that in 1 John 2, 15. He says only he who does his will will enter his kingdom. We'll find that in the gospel of Matthew 7, 21, 24. And he says only he who does his will will have the Holy Spirit praying on his behalf. You'll find that in, in, in Romans 8, verse 26. You understand? So his will is the only thing that will help you. Is the only thing that will save you. If God doesn't want you to go to hell, guys, he will make sure he gives you instructions as to how you must live. His instructions are always based on commands. Listen, God's commands, guys, are general. This means they are for everyone. But there are instructions that he will give to a person which are not general to the public, which are only for the person he is dealing with. We have, guys, we have this in the Bible with the people he dealt with from the time of Abel and Noah right down to Jesus' disciples. You understand? 
You see, guys, sometimes you hear people saying that, I am Sarai, he will give me a child. I mean, guys, you need to understand that daddy promised Abraham uh, and Sarai a child because he wanted Abraham to teach his children his, his laws. His, you understand? But you, you simply go to church. You don't obey him. Why will you be Sarai? Why will he consider you Sarai? You understand? So don't just go about quotering, I mean, quoting um, promises for people in the Bible. You understand? That that guy upstairs is not mute. In fact, our promises are reserved in heaven. You understand? Nevertheless, he might still promise you a child. And if he does that, obviously, he wants the child to do something for him. And he can't give you if you, obey, if you disobey him. He cannot do that. He would have to take you to the wilderness and train you to obey him. Because we did say that the wilderness is a place where he trains people to obey him. We did this lesson, guys. You understand that? You understand? So, obviously, we need to understand that. Don't go to the Bible and quote blessings, I mean, and quote promises of people that are not yours. Like, you find people going to uh, Jeremiah and saying, I am a prophet. Did he say that? Did he say that to a prophet to the nation? Did he say that? Don't just go there and, and say, because it's written in the Bible. Don't do that, guys. We need to, I mean, guys, we need to be clever. You understand anyway guys um i've heard people say that they were in wrong places at wrong times you understand I've, I've heard it you understand so god will give a person certain instructions so that the person will not be in the wrong place and in at the wrong time you understand in order to avoid sinning you understand because it doesn't want you to sin for instance guys we uh we, we live with our families who uh, still believe in the worshipping of ancestors and they also don't believe in the Bible. You understand? So in such a case, if you stay too long for with that family, even, even though you were born in that family, if you stay too long with them after you've gotten saved, you might even uh, backslide because there is nothing, guys, as powerful as, as influence. They will be influencing you, you understand, to go back to your old ways. One, they don't believe in this Jesus. They don't know he exists. It, it, they, they don't mind if you go to church. You see, guys, our family members, our elders in the families, they, they, they don't mind if we go to church, but they do mind if we start obeying Jesus. Because when we start obeying Jesus, we no longer obey them. So they, they are okay if we go to church. They don't mind that. The problem is if we start doing his will. Because once we do his will, they lose. You understand so if we stay too long with them and they expect us to obey them i mean guys we can respect them but we can't obey them there's a difference between obeying someone and, and respecting someone you can obey someone but not necessarily respect them and you can respect someone but not necessarily obey them for instance you can obey that man command but respect your parents. In other words, when your parents tell you to do things that he doesn't want you to do, you'll say, no, mommy, I respect you. Daddy, I respect you. But that man upstairs is not into that. He doesn't want me to do that. So I'm not going to do that. As much as you are rejecting to do that, to them, obviously, it would be seen like you are disrespecting them. But it is not because you are just telling them. But if you are like me, some people, people guys are not the same. I mean, guys, I just stay away. I decide, guys, I stay away because I, I'm not confronted. You see, guys, I can't confront people. I'm not good with confrontations, you know. So I just stay away instead of, 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 of 
going through that process and trauma and stress of you shouting at me because I believe in something you don't believe in. I mean, guys, you have a right to shout at me, but you don't have a right to control my soul. If disobeying that man and not doing his will means I'm going to go to hell and you don't believe in him and you are you are older than me, I'm so sorry. My soul is not for sale. I don't play. Guys, you see, if there's one thing I don't play around with, it is my soul. I can play with everything, but not my soul. So when it comes to my soul, so it happens, guys, when that you, you know, you grow up in, in families like this like that and they want to slaughter and, and, and worship ancestors and expect you to attend and you understand so jesus will have to take you out he doesn't want you to be there because it's the wrong place and at the wrong time as well it often happens i mean jesus was at the cross and his mama was there you know looking at him and jesus said mommy behold the son son behold the mama why uh, jesus's brothers did not believe in jesus you understand so for mary that was hard it guys if there's one thing that is difficult to live with it is a person who doesn't share your beliefs believe you me i know it when you stay with someone who doesn't share your beliefs that hell for you for instance if your parents don't believe in the bible they expect you to do the things that jesus is commanding against and you know that you are going to die spiritually because you know the truth you understand so now you you have to share space with this person sometimes our family members will go to church but they don't believe that they shouldn't love the things of the world they don't believe that they shouldn't be loving money they believe that these are blessings and you've read the bible you know it's not the blessings you know that it is the beast that is preaching this message you go to revelations 13 you go to daniel 7 you go to matthew 24 you go to uh second you find that jesus said when the beast has taken over when the beast has taken over this money and material things message will be preached as blessings you understand so we understand it's not jesus it's the beast and it has taken over the god of wealth the god of material things you understand so they don't believe it now you have to share space with someone who believes that these are blessings. It's hard because now they are also forcing you indirectly to believe in this thing. And you find yourself, you understand, you find yourself in trouble. You find yourself uh, risking your soul. And it's one thing you can't risk with. So it is better to just live. In fact, Solomon says it is better to live in the top of a roof than to share space with a naked wife. It is better to live in the forest than to share space with a naked wife. Why? A naked person is someone who doesn't share your beliefs. It is better to take a wife who drinks like you, even though not as much as you, but like you, who will understand when you want to spend time with your friends and go drink because she also understands the cravings you have. When you take a wife who doesn't, when you go out with your friends and you drink, she would be so aggravated, she would be so annoyed. She will be so peeved in such a way that she will be nagging you and you'll end up fighting. Whereas if we had just picked a wife who also understands the cravings, who also drinks, even though not as much as you, but who also understands, there won't be nakings. You understand? So what I'm saying is that it is better, guys, to live in the forest than to live with someone who doesn't share your beliefs. You understand? So it happens that in our families, these things happen. You understand? They don't believe. So in, in other words, you are in the wrong place at the wrong time. So Jesus will want to uh, to save you, to protect you from this. 
So Jesus has this tendency of giving people new families to avoid sin. Our physical families would not believe in Jesus. While many guys would go to church, they might not really believe in Jesus. When you really believe in Jesus, you must make sure you pursue his will, which is an indication of being Jesus' believer. It is next to impossible to do God's will with a family that does not believe in Jesus, even if they do go to church. They expect you to follow in their footsteps. You must finish school, graduate, get married, and make babies. This is not wrong on its own, but God's will changes a person's life for good. So the family usually feels dis disrespected when you choose to obey Jesus rather than them. You understand? There are certain functions you, I mean, uh, functions you cannot attend, and the family usually feels disrespected also. So Jesus will end up taking you away from your family so that you can have peace. While you love your family, if you are a real believer, you cannot disobey Jesus. It causes conflict and confusion. You don't know who to obey. If Jesus wants his will and the family wants something else, the confusion is bound to happen. Guys, they know they don't want Jesus. And they're fully aware of that. Jesus, understand, and if, even if some hide this truth, they know it. Any person, guys, who doesn't obey Jesus' commands or not doing his will, even if they do go to church, is not a believer. So it's leave confusion, understand, in a person who believes as to who should be obeyed. Therefore, Jesus uh, will make sure he removes you from your family and gives you another one in order to avoid, you understand, sinning. He will make sure you are not in a wrong place at the wrong time for long. You need to remember, these people don't care about Jesus. Losing Jesus is not a problem for them. It is a problem for you. It is when you have to make, guys, a decision who you want to keep in your life. It is between you and your family. Go home and read Matthew 10 and, and Matthew 19. Jesus is actually telling us that it takes... In fact, Lana, in fact, here, he is actually telling us what it takes to serve him or to be his follower. I have never seen anything as hard in my life, guys. To be Jesus' follower is, is next to impossible, guys. It is difficult. It's either him or the family. It's one thing I learned, guys. You can't have it all. I learned after being saved that you can never have it all. You're either Jesus or your family. Either Jesus or your friends. Either Jesus or your life. Either Jesus or things. You understand? Another problem is that when Jesus commands against the love of money and the things, and the family doesn't believe this, it is, it's obviously written by Jesus because it is in the Bible. But people who go to church don't believe this, and if you do, it becomes the biggest clash of all, and you don't know how to reconcile such. Indeed, guys, it's difficult to obey that man upstairs. You understand? They expect, guys, they will tell you that there's no such. You can drink and go to church. And like, you know, Jesus says you can't enter his kingdom if you're a drunkard. You understand? They don't believe, but it's written in the Bible. They will tell you, we are blessed. It's blessings. And you know, Jesus said you shouldn't love the things of the world. We shouldn't love. We, we, we can't save both God and money. They will say, no, it's blessings. Jesus blessed us. You understand? It's written in the Bible. Obviously, it is Jesus who said it because it's written in the Bible. But they don't believe it. But they go to church. It's so difficult, guys. There's nothing as difficult. They are obviously happy because all of them maybe don't believe this even though they go to church. They are happy. But you are not happy because you know that you're going to forfeit your soul. You know that you are going to lose your life. So obeying Jesus is about you. It's not about Jesus. You're not doing Jesus a favor. Who died when Adam disobeyed God? It was Adam, not God. When the Israelites disobeyed his commands, who died? It was them, not daddy. While commands and laws, guys, are given for order, they are mainly for protection. Laws protect the doer of them. 
I have said this over and over again, guys. The moment we get saved, Jesus sows his word. This has been done in different ways, guys. The, the printing of the Bible and the distributing it to the world. You understand? He also has people who teaches uh, the Bible. You understand? And we can also see in the spirit realm. But if you see anything that contradicts what he has written in the Bible, then, guys, it's not Jesus. Even if you do, guys, being spiritual doesn't mean that you are holy. Being spiritual means that you see or hear or operate in the spirit realm with different uh, degrees. You understand? Satan is spiritual. Jesus is spiritual. Yet Jesus is holy. You understand? So you can hear in the spirit, see and operate, but you might be corrupted. You understand? For instance, if you see things of the world as blessings and money as his blessings, you then you must be rest assured. Be rest assured that your gifting is corrupted. You understand? Whatever you see should be in line with what Jesus is saying. Also, you must make sure that it's also much on the New Testament, not the Old. Because Satan will actually tell you to, uh, to go and slaughter goats and he will quote from the Old Testament. Whereas we now have the blood of Jesus. You understand? He will tell you that you will go to Cana and these are your riches. Guys, but Jesus has, has told us that our canon is in heaven. You understand? We can't have riches here on earth. We are deceived by riches here on earth. You understand? So you need to understand that as well because Satan also likes to use the Old Testament in order to deceive people. So it is very, very important because Satan will like, all likes to disguise as Jesus. You understand? So we need to understand all these things, guys. You are not doing Jesus a favor. It is about you. When you obey his will, I mean, when you obey his commands and do his will, you remain spiritually alive. That is why he says, only he who does his will will live forever. Meaning you live spiritually alive as you do his will. The moment you decide to stop doing his will, you die spiritually. So the only way to remain spiritually alive is by doing his will. That's it, guys. I hope we all understand that. It is for you. It is not for me. It is for you. Don't do it for other person. Don't do wrong things in secret and, and act as if you are holy. It will not help. It will not help at all. You must do his will. Adam died because he disobeyed. The Israelites, they died because they disobeyed. Obviously, they were spiritually alive, but we are spiritually, uh, I mean, they were spiritually dead. So they died physically. I mean, yes, they died physically, but we are spiritually alive. So when we sin, we die spiritually because we are spiritually alive. The wages of sin is dead. It's not physical death. Perhaps that is why people who go to church keep sinning and think they are forgiven because they think it's, it's physical death. Just no. The wages of sin is dead. It's, it, it, it's spiritually dead because we are spiritually alive. So you're not going to die physically. You will die spiritually. You understand? And you never make it to heaven. Only his will will do, guys. His will is your ticket to heaven. That's it. Thank you.